friends and welcome to yet another episode of You, Me and Words. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, and this is episode number 181. As always, I am super excited to have you here with me today. Remember, I release new episodes every Monday and Tuesday, so make sure to mark your calendars and tune in regularly to not only learn new English words, but also to find inspiration and motivation to overcome language barriers and make significant progress in your English learning journey. Honestly, when I look at these two words, language barriers, I feel like I have mentioned them so many times during different podcast episodes. But see, it's difficult to talk about the process of learning English or any other language for that matter without actually addressing language barriers. As I've told you many times before, when you imagine any type of barrier, think about a limitation, a roadblock, something that's stopping you from getting where you are trying to go. For anyone listening, to this podcast episode right now, very often the English language is that limitation to you because it's not your native language. By the way, pay attention to the way that I am pronouncing the word native. It's native, not native, okay? So, as I said earlier, for anyone listening to this podcast episode right now, very often the English language is that limitation to you because it's not your native language and because it's not your native language often you feel nervous scared or perhaps insecure to even use the language and even though I've also said this a million times before I am going to say it again that's exactly why we are here that's exactly why this English teaching podcast must grow to have millions of listeners because I want to help you so badly to break these barriers. I don't just want to break these barriers. I know that you can break them. I know that you can improve your English. And no matter how much you might be doubting that about yourself, I am here to remind you about something. Stop doubting yourself. You can and you will learn and improve your English to a point of absolute excellence. Just keep on listening, follow my guidelines, follow my tricks. Please become a supporter of the podcast so that you can have access to the podcast text, which will then give you a chance to read the text as you are listening to the actual episode. The link is in this podcast's episode description. 
Today, we have a very exciting topic to discuss. We are going to talk about the upcoming three concerts of Beyonce in Los Angeles, California. By the way, did you know that Beyonce is originally from Houston, Texas? Well, we are going to talk about the upcoming three concerts of Beyonce in Los Angeles, California, but we are not just going to discuss the concerts. We will also take a look at Beyonce's career, her success, and of course, we will take this opportunity to learn new English words. In fact, here is the first one, success. I know that many of you already know this word, but careful with the pronunciation. It's not success, it's success, success, success. Practice that with me right here, right now. Success. Let's move on to the second word, which is fans. A fan is a person who has a strong interest in or admiration for a particular person, team, or thing. For example, people who love Beyonce's music and follow her career closely are called her fans. Now, the word beehive is a term specifically used for Beyonce's fans. It's a play on words combining bee from Beyonce and hive, which is a place where bees live. You know, bees, bees, yes. So beehive is a play on words combining bee from Beyonce and hive, which is a place where bees live. Bees are known for working together in a community, and this term suggests that Beyonce's fans are like a community that supports her. Do you understand now why I decided to call this episode Watch Out? The beehive is coming. Another term we will discuss is avid listeners. If you are an avid listener, like Will Italian. Aya, Teacher Carol, Bia, Kayo, Danny, and many, many more, then you'll know that I've talked about this term many times before. Avid is an adjective and it means having or showing a sharp interest in or enthusiasm for something. So avid listeners are people who listen to something like music or a podcast with great interest and enthusiasm. For example, like I said earlier, if you listen to this podcast regularly and are always excited about about the new episodes, you are an avid listener of you, me, and words. Now, let's discuss the word diversity. Another one of those words that I've mentioned many times before, but that I don't mind reviewing here again real quick. First of all, pay attention to the pronunciation. Not diversity, but di, diversity. Diversity. 
diversity refers to the state of being diverse, which means having a range of different things or characteristics. In the context of Beyonce's career, we can talk about the diversity of her music as she has explored various genres and themes over the years. Oh my gosh, here is another popular word that we've talked about many times genre genre do you remember the meaning of this word genre music genre is the same as music category music style pop music is a specific music genre but jazz music is a completely different genre so in the context of Beyonce's career, we can talk about the diversity of her music as she has explored various genres and themes over the years. Beyonce's career is a testament proof to hard work, talent, and a commitment to excellence. She started her music career as a member of Destiny's Child, one of the world's best-selling girl groups of all time. After Destiny's Child separated, Beyonce released her debut solo album Dangerously in Love, which established her as a solo artist worldwide. Since then, Beyonce has released several successful albums, acted in movies, and become a businesswoman. Her music often explores themes of love, relationships, and empowerment. Let's pause here just for a moment and talk a bit more about about the word empowerment. What does that even mean? Empowerment is about getting the confidence and strength to take control of your own life and make your own decisions. It's about having the power and freedom to do what you want and stand up for your rights. So Beyonce's music often explores themes of love, relationships, and empowerment. In my opinion, she often tends to focus on the empowerment of women, sort of reminding women to not settle for less than they are worth and to be hardworking and independent, as cliche as that may sound. So Beyonce's upcoming concerts in Los Angeles are not just an opportunity for her fans and avid listeners to enjoy Enjoy her music live, but also a celebration of her incredible career, the diversity of her music, and the impact she has made on the world. As you can see here, I am speaking very highly of Beyonce in this episode, meaning I am saying really good things about her in this episode. And perhaps at this point, you may wonder, teacher, are you a Beyonce fan? Teacher, are you part of the Beehive? Well, not 
necessarily. And just in case anyone from the Beehive is listening right now, let me explain myself real quick. There are several Beyonce songs that I think are very upbeat and exciting to listen to. I am not necessarily a super duper huge fan. I also have to confess I've seen Beyonce in concert before and I have to say that she is an outstanding live performer. She really is. In fact, I remember thinking to myself, how is she able to sing and dance so perfectly during that concert? So she is with Without a doubt, talented. For some reason, I am not able to always connect with Beyonce. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. It's weird, I guess. So what does Beyonce's upcoming concerts in Los Angeles mean for all of us so-called Angelinos or for all of us who actually live in Los Angeles? Well, it means lots of traffic for sure. In fact, anyone who lives near the stadium where she is scheduled to perform will certainly experience bumper to bumper traffic. Pay attention to that expression, bumper to bumper. It's an expression which means that cars are going to be driving super slowly because there will be so much traffic. I also expect to to see the beehive everywhere. Do you remember how I mentioned Swifties in a recent podcast episode when I was talking about Taylor Swift's fans? Well, that's the name that people use for Taylor's fans. They call them Swifties. But Beyonce's fans are called the Beehive. By the way, if one of my avid podcast listeners, Bia, is listening to this episode right now, she is definitely part of the Beehive. And so is one of my best friends, Kevin. So yeah, I'm not necessarily part of the Beehive. I am more of a Swifty, if I'm being honest with you. So yeah. Hi, Bia. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> so yeah, I expect to see the beehive everywhere. And they will probably be dressed in the most Beyonce concert fashion. I imagine their outfits will be very dramatic and Renaissance inspired. The name of Beyonce's latest album is Renaissance. And that's also the name of her tour. Before we end this episode, I want to encourage you to become a supporter of this podcast through Patreon. For only $4 per month, you will have access to the podcast text, which will help you improve your English even more. Thank you for your support and thank you so much for listening to You, Me and Words. I am Teacher Sam and I will see you in the next episode. Don't miss tomorrow's podcast episode because in it, I'd like to see what the heck is up with these Beyonce 
USA concert outfits. No, seriously, why does the Beehive dress the way they do when they attend Beyonce's concerts? Well, we'll talk about that and much more in tomorrow's episode. So don't you miss it. Thank you.